The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Some in the crowd who heard these words of Jesus said, This is truly the prophet. Others said, This is the Christ. But others said, The Christ will not come from Galilee, will he? Does not Scripture say that the Christ will be of David's family and come from Bethlehem, the village where David lived? So a division occurred in the crowd because of him. Some of them even wanted to arrest him, but no one laid a hand on him. So the guards went to their chief priests and Pharisees, who asked them, Why did you not bring him? The guards answered, Never before has anyone spoken like this man. So the Pharisees answered them, Have you also been deceived? Have any of the authorities or the Pharisees believed in him? But this crowd, which does not know the law, is accursed. Nicodemus, one of their members who had come to him earlier, said to them, Does our law condemn a man before it, hear, before it first hears him and finds out what he is doing? They answered and said to him, You are not from Galilee also, are you? Look and see that no prophet arises from Galilee. Then each went to his own house. The Gospel of the Lord. Since everybody, or, or most of you, have had the opportunity to, to meet my cousin during, during the week that he was here and Father Richard, um, one thing that was really unique about the situation about my cousin in, in my life was that um, my dad said something really profound to me <laughs> at one point, and it was just like, it went something like this. You know, we think that the Lord brought you into Andrew, that was my cousin's name before he came, Brother Rufino. We thought, you know, the Lord brought you into Andrew's life for his sanctification. But he's like, but how do we know it's not the other way around? How do we know he didn't bring him into your life for your sanctification? And, and, and the reason I say that is because in the gospel today, you see that sometimes our expectations, our preconceived notions our ideas about what is going to happen are, are not always the way that God's plan actually works and functions. And the very last lines of this are kind of amazing, right? Then each went to his own house. See that no prophet comes from Galilee. As if anybody had any control over that, right? You know, it's this control like it will not happen this way. It will happen the way that we went. And they all went to their own house, right? Like, it's kind of all like we all went inside of our own mind and decided to make up our, our own decisions on the way. But that's not how the Lord works, and that's not how he's ever worked before. Those that are really close to him, of course, um, seem to have a closer communication with him and have a better sense of his plan. But those that are still like superseded by their expectation or the way that they want something to happen will always struggle with the Lord's plan. And I remember all those years ago when my dad said that, um, over the years I've come to believe it more and more. Um, in fact, I don't know, maybe you felt the same thing that I did, but you know, when I'm even in the presence of, of my cousin or, or Father Richard or something, there's something very different that they're doing in life. You know, they don't have the exact, of course, like I'm getting emails and plans and like text messages. We get out of the mission and I have like 28 text messages or something like that. And then I would look and then they were just 
so calm, so free, <laughs> so anxiety-less in their life, you know, working with the poor, not having a lot of these attachments. And so there's often times where I'm with them that inspires me to be a better man, to be closer to Jesus and to let go more things in my life. And those are the people that we want in our life that inspire us to do those very things. You know, this, this weekend, as we hear about the death of Lazarus, it's always this reminder of what we lose in this life, that we're going to grieve loss in this life. It's impossible to, to go throughout this life without it because death is a part of our earthly life here. But again, with a promise of resurrection. And so each day we do have to figure out how are we going to die to ourselves? Is it letting go of an expectation that we have that we really want to happen that's unrealistic or just not part of God's plan? Or, or is it just something in our life that's a material thing that continues to sort of drag us down like some sort of an anchor uh, to this world? And again, Lent seeks to kind of help remove some of those obstacles out of the way to prepare the way of, of suffering. You know, last night on Fridays, we celebrate the Stations of the Cross. Remember, it's just like that we have to suffer in this world just as Jesus suffered in this world. So to run away from it is um, usually a futile effort. You know, what does he say? We, we embrace our cross. And I'm not saying that that's an easy thing, but there are some people that we know who have who've emulated that so well in the Lord's image. And, and, you know, hopefully that inspires us to do the same thing. I know the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, even as a, as a whole order, uh, do that for me. I, Father Richard, he didn't say this, but he was one of the first 11 friars in the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal. The most famous one being Father Benedict Groeschel, you know, who many of you, I'm sure, watched for years on EWTN. And so he was in on the very early part of that order. And, um, and, and there's a certain... Um, inspiration that I think that comes from folks who radically seek the Lord in that way. Um, but it's there to inspire all. That's not all of our state in life. It's not what we're all called to. Uh, but, but that inspiration, just like the saints, helps us on our own path to be closer aligned to the Lord's expectations and not our own. And, and how do we do that? Every day we just have to let go a little bit. Uh, usually I think the easiest way to do that is in a morning offering, just by saying like, Something as simple as like, Lord, I want what you want. It could be in more words or it could be as simple as that. But to let go of our will just a little bit each day and say, Lord, I want what you want. Uh, but to do that every day so that we're actually submitting our will to his own instead of, instead of trying to start the day with our own plan. God bless you all.